This is The Pet Show with America's favorite pet expert, Warren Eckstein. Warren's the author of How to Get Your Dog to Do What You Want, How to Get Your Cat to Do What You Want, and he's here to answer all your pet and animal questions. Now, say hello to Warren Eckstein. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Pet Show. Is your retriever acting ridiculous? Does your cat really have your tongue? Are your Shih Tzus a bit schizo? Well, if you love animals, care about wildlife and the environment, and want to understand how your dogs and cats really think, stay tuned because once again, right here, right now, it is time for the Pet Show. America and Canada's first and only real pet psychology training, behavior, and pet lifestyle show. So hop up on my couch, bring those furry little buddies with you folks. It is that time again to let the animal analyzing begin. Hello everyone, I'm Warren Eckstein, this is The Pet Show. If you'd like to join me on the Evergrowing Pet Show family, if you want to find out why your dog is digging, uh, jumping, humping, your cat is scratching, refusing to use the litter box, don't get along with each other, you get the idea. If you have a question about your pet's behavior, great time to give me a call. I will answer your question because I have such amazing sponsors. Everyone that calls into the show and actually gets to speak to me live on the air today will be getting a fabulous gift. Not for you, but for that beautiful dog or cat. Again, if you're new, many of the items I give away are 25, 35, 40 bucks and even more. So it's a great time to give me a call and at the same time, I'll answer your question and a great gift will be on its way for your pet. Now, the phones can be very busy here on the pet show. So if they are busy, just keep trying. The phone number, 877-725-8255. That is the way to get through. Let me tell you what I have planned for today's show. You know, more than half of pet guardians sleep with their pets. So of course there had to be a study. So do you suffer with dog somnia? That's right, dog somnia. I'll share the results. Yes, you heard it right. Dog somnia coming up on the pet show. And does your dog or cat suffer with something called psychogenic alopecia? What is it? And what can you do to help your dogs and cats get through it? And this is the question of the day. I love this. Do you ever feel guilty when it comes to your pets? For example, the second biggest lie besides the check is in the mail is telling your dogs or cats you'll be right back when you know, you know you're not coming back for hours. So the question of the day is, do you feel guilty when you lie to your pet? You know, you put them in the car, we're going to the park and you wind up at the vet's office. You get the idea. Coming up, pet guilt. Yes, it is real. And November happens to be Adopt a Senior Pet Month. So I'll be sharing some reasons as to why adopting an older pet may be just the right thing for you. As always, plenty of time for all of your questions and comments. Great stuff to give away. So if your pet is chewing, jumping, confused about the litter box, not housebroken, poor guy suffering with separation anxiety, maybe your dog's depressed, your dog is chasing everything, hates dogs and cats, cat scratched your favorite chair, and your dog literally believes, literally believes that anything that moves, he must hump, give me a call. That's what this show's all about, helping you cope with your pets, more than likely helping your pets cope with you. Again, the number here at the Pet Show, 877-725-8255. 877-725-8255. Let me jump right to a phone call here on the pet show. Uh, oh, by the way, this is the question of the day. Do you ever feel guilty when it comes to your pets? Do you ever feel guilty when it comes to your pets? I want to know. Let's go to Marsha. Hey, Marsha, welcome to the pet show. Hello? Hi, Marsha. How are you? Hi. Um, happy 40th. Well, thank you. Yeah, 40 years I've been on the, on, on the radio. The pet show is 40 years old. It must have started when I was nine. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, <laughs> Warren, um, I have a dog with a mild case of Cushing's. I don't know her exact age because she was a stray, uh, one of several that I have, uh, but somewhere around 11 or 12. Um, uh, we, I discovered it when the hair was falling off her tail. It looked like a rat's tail, and she used to have a tail sure. like Lassie. And so they sent the blood off to the University of Tennessee, and it came back mild Cushing's. I have her on PRANA uh, support, the combo of the adrenal and the uh, CBC or whatever it's called and so on. Do you have any other suggestions? And, and also an IB diet uh, for Cushing's. Yeah, you know, when it comes to Cushing's disease, because there are so many different things, you know, first of all, it's good that you noticed it. Some of the other signs of Cushing is uh, they seem hungrier. 
Uh, they no. lose their hair, as you said. They get a pot belly, thinning skin, seems very tired, pants a lot. I, I am going to tell you, Marsha, I mean, I can give you some advice, but I'm going to tell you to follow your vet's advice. He's the one seeing your dog on a regular basis, and he's going to want to make any changes up or down. But it sounds to me, being do- diagnosed as a, a mild case, uh, you're going to be absolutely fine. But your, your vet, I'm assuming he told you he's going to want to check the blood pretty frequently, correct? Yes. Yeah. How, how often would you suggest? You know, it depends on the vet, and that's why it's such a tough question, me being a behaviorist. Every vet is different. I've seen vets say every three months. I've seen vets say every six months. I've seen vets say once a month. So you, you have a, the vet that you're working with, are you confident? Do you have confidence in him or her? Yes, I do, actually. Then just follow their advice. What often happens, and it happens even with human medications, is that when a person is diagnosed with a disease, uh, what they do is they go to their doctor and they get the diagnosis, but then they say, you know what, maybe he's wrong, and they get a second one, a third one, and a fourth one, which sometimes really confuses them more than ever. So the fact that your doctor is working with you, we sent, first of all, the fact that he sent the, uh, the, uh, the test to, uh, to Tennessee, I think you're doing everything you can do at this point. What I would be doing is talking to the dog. He's going he's to live forever. He's, you know, he's got a mild case, nothing to worry about. Give him a hug. Give him a kiss every day. In terms of diet, again, I would follow the vet's diet at that, at that point. Okay. Thank you so very much. And again, but happy I want to send you some. Thank you. Well, really, I wanted to thank you for the coyote conversation because I live in an area in L.A. where we're loaded with coyotes and all anybody wants to do is kill them. And it drives me nuts. I actually feed them on the fly. But um, I don't know if uh, I would feed them, but I would I would definitely maybe arm them. (laughs) Well, they're so skinny. And so I I sneak food out for them at night when none of the nosy neighbors are looking. (laughs) Uh, But. I'm so I'm, in, Marcia, I'm you know, in rescue, so of course I do that. Well, but, you're uh, in rescue, so of course you're psychotic. Everyone in rescue is psychotic. Come on, there's not a normal person in rescue. I've been doing it for 40 years. And listen, i got to move on, but I'm trying to think of what I want to send you. I don't want to send you any food. Um, I can send you a book or I can send you a T-shirt. You tell me. A T-shirt would be lovely. Thank you. On, on its way to you, it says, none of my friends woke up right, and you wear that shirt proudly. The phone number here at the Pet Show, 877-725-8255. Uh, what she was mentioning, what Marsha was talking about, is on my Los Angeles show, which you guys know I do right before I come here, uh, there was a couple of calls about uh, what to do with coyotes. And I told people that my belief is that we can live with coyotes. We don't have to do these crazy things of poisoning and killing them. And I gave them a lot of different advice, such as putting cougar urine around the house, keeping bright lights on around the house, keeping a radio on in your backyard. And I think that's what Marsha was referring to. I believe, and and I said on on my last show, I lived in Sedona for over 13 years, and I was surrounded by woods. And I would go running in the woods in the morning at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, and all I would see is eyes, coyotes looking at me, uh, cougars looking at me, uh, uh, javelinas looking at me. And and you know what? If you leave them alone, they tend to leave you alone. And if you have a dog or a cat, they should not be out in your backyard unless you are there with them specifically. And again, that cougar urine, you can buy it online, spread it around the backyard. That will help keep any cougars away. Hey, the phone number here at the Pet Show, 877-725-8255. The question of the day is pretty simple. Do you feel guilty when it comes to your pets? For example, if you say to your dog, uh, we're going, uh, we'll be right back uh, in a half hour, and you know you're lying. You're not coming back for three or four hours. Or you say, let's go for a ride in the car. We're going to go to the park and see your friends, and you know you're going right to the veterinarian's office. So that's the question of the day is, do you feel guilty when it comes to your pets? Give me a call. Let me know. I'll send you a great gift. That phone number, 877 877- Seven two five eight two five five. When we come back, we got Steve, we got Jane, we got Deborah, we got Kathy. We'll get to all your calls right after this. A quick break, then right back at you. Now, for years now, you heard me talk about Lucy Pet Food and why it's the food of choice for my own rescues, Molly and Willie. You know, it's an incredible food. It's being fed by humane societies, rescues, police departments, military, even the FBI, because it's so good for your dogs and cats with that prebiotic and probiotic formula. And again, that's why I share it with my own pets. But I don't want you to take my word alone. I actually want you to listen to one of my listeners and what they had to say once they started using Lucy Pet Food. I have a comment about Lucy, but I have a kitty um, who is a total indoor spoiled little kitty and I didn't buy Lucy because it was only in the salmon and he's just a chicken guy but I thought I'll get it because he keeps biting his tail and his tail is disappearing so my husband said just order it and we've had it for two weeks and he devours it and he's looking better and so I'm a believer in the Lucy stuff too 
And if you want to believe, be a believer, all you need to do is start feeding your dogs and cats Lucy Pet Food. Uh, Lucy Pet Food is available at Amazon.com. It's also available at Chewy.com as well as LucyPetFood.com. Now, I also want you to know they have a brand new product on the market besides Lucy's amazing dry food and canned food. They have a brand new Lucy dog food rolls. They're amazing. Kind of looks like a salami. You can slice it. It's totally nutritious. You can give it to your dog as a whole thing. You can use it as a training treat. You can travel with it as well. It doesn't have to be refrigerated till it's open. So I want you to check out Lucy Pet Dog Food Rolls as well as all of Lucy Pet Formulas, their dog food, their cat food. It's all available at Amazon.com, Chewy.com, or LucyPetFood.com. Your dogs will be happy, but more importantly, they'll be a whole lot healthier. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. I'm Warren Eckstein, host of The Pet Show. 35 years ago, I put my reputation on the line, developing my hugs and kisses of vitamin mineral supplements for dogs and cats. Your favorite product now offers improved joint health, plus lecithin to reduce shedding and promote healthy skin and coat. Here's what my listeners say about the new 4-in-1 Hugs and Kisses. I'm Ellie with Bassett Beagle Rescue of the Heartland. Our rescues arrive with dry, flaky skin and digestive problems. On the radio, I heard about the 4-in-1 Hugs and Kisses and tried them on our worst cases. Within weeks, we noticed how much better their skin and coats looked. The prebiotics and probiotics in Hugs and Kisses supplements boosted our rescue's immune systems and digestion. Our senior vehicles also responded to the joint health in Hugs and Kisses. Our rescues leave so much healthier than when they arrived, thanks to Hugs and Kisses. The new 4-in-1 Hugs and Kisses is an Amazon's choice. Also, Walmart.com and Wish.com or log on to ThePetShow.com. That's ThePetShow.com or call 1-800-430-4847, ThePetShow.com. Great time to give me a call. The phone number 877-725-8255. Uh, everyone that calls in and gets through to me will either get some hugs and kisses supplements. Those are my own. Cat's Incredible Litter, Lucy Pet Food, those t-shirts, Mushroom Max, copies of my behavior books, either dog or cat, hemp seed oil, and author still goes. It's a great time to give me a call if you get through and I answer your question. A great gift will be on its way to you. The phone number 877-725-8255. Even if you just want to answer my question today, which is, do you ever feel guilty when it comes to your pet? You know, you told them to be right back and you're not coming right back. Do you feel guilty when it comes to your pet? Let me know. Give me a call. I'll send you a great gift. 877-725-8255. But right now, let me get back to the busy phone lines here. We're going to go to Jane. Then we got Steve. Then we got Deborah. Then we got Kathy. Right now, we're going to Jane in beautiful Huntersville, North Carolina. Hey, Jane. Welcome to the Pet Show. Hi. How are you? I could not be better. How can I help you today? Just so you know, I'm really from Long Island, North Belmore. I just moved here a couple months ago. Beautiful North Belmore. You got some great diners in Belmore. Well, we talk, I've called you, so we've talked about this. But yeah. Result. And it's so you left You left Long Island? You left Long Island for North Carolina? I did. Right. I did. We'll see. <laughs> it doesn't have to be forever, but whatever. So, so what can I do to help you out today? Um, so I presently am living with four dogs. One is my daughter's, and three are mine. One of my dogs. Um, it seems, because I've been trying to see what the pattern is, it seems that when somebody comes in my house with very short hair, whether it's male or female, he does this very nasty, loud, he doesn't stop barking at them. And then he'll stop for a bit, settle down. And then when that person, if they move, like if they're sitting on my couch, if they move, he'll start barking again. And he has nipped okay so listen yeah what you need to do is buy your front door you need to hang a bunch of wigs i'm just joking with you (laughs) here's the scenario jane and this is important okay this is a rescue dog yeah yeah how old was he when you got him i you know what we're not sure of his age i ballpark figure was he was he an adult yes Okay, so therefore... It was an owner surrender in Alabama. It sounds to me, and you know, you don't have to be a a, a pet psychologist to figure this out, that obviously the dog was either abused, taunted by someone with short hair. So what we need to do is now make the dog think that people with short hair are the greatest thing in the world. And how are we going to do that? First of all, by the time you bring someone in your home, The dog is already on guard. Someone's coming in your home, and if they have short hair, he's going to react accordingly. 
So the first thing I would do is have some friends of yours that may have shorter hair, have them meet the dog with you outside. And when you're outside with the dog, automatically they know the dog's name right off the bat. They have one of the dog's favorite treats or toys. So right now when you take the dog out and he now meets this person with short hair, before he reacts, the person already knows the dog's name. She's giving him one of his own toys. So now there's going to be a gradual positive relationship with that person with short hair. If you can do that for a week or two and then eventually have that same person come into your home, that will desensitize the dog to people with short hair. Now, you're going to have to do some of, some of this with other people, not just one person so it's not going to happen overnight but I over the years I've worked with dogs that reacted this way to people that wore hats men that had beards men that had very deep voices women that uh, that used a certain type of perfume so it's not unusual for a dog because psychologically they learn through association right. so if a dog had an association with someone with short hair in the past that association is going to go along but being in the home is going to trigger a more have him meet the people outside of the home i think and, and and if you have a backyard that's fenced even off the leash in the backyard i think that'll make a major difference for you because they're giving him a toy they already know his name they're putting him on guard that he's no threat that they're no threat that's where but i would be at this point yeah. i've had him for four years it's like i didn't just rescue him i i rescued him in 2017 so it's, so if it's been, but if it's yeah, been going on for four forget, you know it's been going on for four years right and but probably maybe even prior to that okay yeah, but under, understand that just because a problem's been going on for a long time doesn't mean it can't be resolved right you know, I resolved no. dogs 12, 13 years old that I've had problems with 12 or 13 years, and now they're a lot better. So I want you to follow my advice. Give it some time. Be patient. It's not going to be great all the time. Sometimes the dog will react one way. Sometimes they'll react the other. Just make sure that every time he meets someone with short hair, whether it be outside or in front of the house, it always ends on a positive note. And that's called counter conditioning, and that will work wonder for you. But again, it's not going to happen overnight, Jane. Okay. I will try. I, how, long ago did I, how long ago did I talk to you? Was it a while ago? It's a while. It's at least a year, maybe like oh. a year and a half. Well, don't go anywhere. I'm going to put you on hold, and I'm going to send you a jar of the brand new Fort and One Hugs and Kisses, vitamin, mineral supplements. Have them give the dog a treat, and I guarantee you he'll be their best friend. Hey, by the way, this is a great time to give me a call. The phone number here at the Pet Show is... 877-725-8255. And just a reminder, as I said earlier, everyone that calls into the show and gets to talk to me live on the air will get a great gift for their dog or cat. And as I said, many of the items are 30, 40, 50 bucks and more. Just about a half hour ago, I had a question about a, mo a woman moving from California to Arkansas, and she wanted to know how she could take her chickens and her rooster with her. Everything is amazing. I never know what calls are going to come in on the pet show. Speaking of that, if you have a question or comment, great time to call me. I got lots of stuff to give away. The phone number 877-725-8255. 877-725-8255. If you have a question or comment or you just want to answer my question, if you feel guilty when you lie to your pets, then you're going to be right back when you know you're not going to. 877-725-8255. Someone sent me this the other day. Man, is it beautiful. It's a, a picture of a dog in heaven and a woman giving him a kiss. And it's titled, I Wish the Rainbow Bridge Had Visiting Hours. I just love that. I'm going to post it. I Wish the Rainbow Bridge Had Visiting Hours. Just to spend a little time with so many of the animals that crossed over over the years. Five minutes with them would absolutely be be amazing. All right, back to the phone lines here. Hey, Steve, welcome to the show. Oh, hi, is this Warren? It is, Steve. How you doing? All right. Uh, oh, in the background, so I couldn't tell when I was coming on. <laughs> so what's your question for me, Steve? I, uh, I called you a couple months ago in regards to this. I have, she's a a small mixed breed. We're not sure what she has in her. Possibly a uh, dachshund and maybe a larger breed. But she's uh, a very, uh, she doesn't get along with other dogs. Did we lose Steve? 
Steve, you know what? You're going to have to call back in a little while, Steve. We can't hear you breaking up real bad. So I'm going to put you on hold, and uh, uh, you, you can uh, talk, to, and I'll tell you how to get back to me. I appreciate the call. I don't, want to, I don't want to take your call when I can't answer the question. Great time to call me, by the way. That leaves an open line, 877-725-8255. I got hugs and kisses, Lucy Pet Food t-shirts, books, and hemp seed to give away. Great time to call me. Let me get to another phone call right now, and we are going to, who's been hanging on along here? It looks like it's going to be Dan. Deborah. Hey, Deborah. Welcome to the show. Hi there. I wanted to say you make the world a better place <laughs> and anybody that understands animals and people like you should be the president of the United States. Well, thank you for that invitation, but I'm not running. <laughs> yeah, you're running the opposite way. <laughs> you got that right. So what can I do for you? Well, I also want to say Mazel Tov on the 40 years. Well, thank I you so much, Deborah. I have a best friend uh, since the fifth grade, and when I go to visit her in Philadelphia, I will send you pretzels. Uh, she works two jobs. <laughs> she uh, fosters dogs and cats. Besides, she has her own golden retriever and two cats, and she doesn't have a lot of money because she spends it on the animals. As do and many of the people so in rescue. She fosters them. Yeah. For rest, uh, you know, till they're ready to yeah, be. Yeah, sure. Uh, what, what, all I was saying, Deborah, is that many people involved with fostering animals, rescuing animals, uh, they spend a tremendous amount of money. They feed the animals often before they feed themselves. So what's your specific yes. question? I don't want to run out of time. Well, it isn't a question. I, I just wanted to know if you could send her a gift. Of course. She's your That's friend, Deborah. Of course I'll send her a gift. But I expect okay. a couple of pretzels with mustard on the side from Philly. Of course. There when you I go, Deborah. I'll send it to you. I there promise. you go. Deborah, I'm going to put it in Philadelphia, but I live near you in Sherman Oaks now. Not too, not too far, not too far away. Let me do this, Deborah. I got to move on. Let's put Deborah on hold, and we're going to send for her. You know, she has all these foster animals. Let's send her some Lucy pet food for the pets, and and give her a big hug and a kiss for me, and tell her thank you for what she does. Phone number here at the pet show eight seven 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 two five eight two five five. I still got plenty of time for your calls. We got Kathy. We got uh, Georgia. We will get to all your calls. Right after this, plenty of stuff to give away. Everyone that calls will get something. 877-725-8255. I am going to talk to you right now about a product I know an awful lot about. Why? Because my name is on the label as well as my face. And when your name and face is on the label, you better know that your reputation is on the line. You know, 30 years ago, I developed the original Hugs and Kisses, but I made major improvements just a few months ago. Here's what I've done. Listen carefully. I've added glucosamine. I've added chondroitin. What does that mean for your dogs and cats? It simply means your dogs and cats, once they're taking Hugs and Kisses, will have the strongest bones, the strongest hips, and the most flexible joints possible. Hugs and Kisses 4-in-1 has now both prebiotics and probiotics. What does that mean? We all know about probiotics, but having prebiotics makes the probiotics work even better, which will give your dogs and cats the healthiest gut and the best digestion. Hugs and Kisses 4-in-1 has also boosted with vitamin C, zinc, folic acid, and biotin. I've added omega-3, 6, and 9 along with lecithin. And this is critical between lecithin and biotin. There's nothing better to keep your dog and cat skin and coat in the best shape ever. Shedding down to a bare minimum. No more dry skin. No more bare spots. No more itching. No more excessive licking and hairballs. Just about a thing of the past. Hugs and Kisses 4-in-1 is also rich in antioxidants. And listen to this. You know how much I love pets. There's no wheat. There's no corn and there's no soy. Why? Those are the most common dog and cat allergens. So if you love your pets, and I know you do, make sure they know by giving them hugs and kisses supplements every day. And listen to how easy they are to find. The brand new Fort-in-One hugs and kisses supplements are now available at Amazon.com. And if you have Prime, shipping is free, plus the fact that it's doing so well, people love it so well, it's actually a choice at Amazon.com. The Hugs and Kisses is also available at Walmart.com or Wish.com or my website, ThePetShow.com. Or if you prefer, you can call my office directly at 1-800-430 and the word Hugs. 
So if you want your dogs and cats to be as healthy as possible, give them the supplement with my face on it. You listen to me for advice. I'm telling you, my advice is if you want them to stay healthy and happy, hugs and kisses should be part of their daily routine. Hugs and kisses again available at Amazon.com, Walmart.com, Wish.com, ThePetShow.com, or call 1-800-430 in the word hugs. You'll be happy, but your dogs will be a whole lot healthier as well as your cats. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. Hi, I'm Joey Herrick, president and founder of Lucy Pet. I love all my animals and would never want to be in a position where they were not healthy because I wasn't feeding them the best food possible. That's why I created Lucy Pet Formulas for Life. It's made with the latest nutritional advancements, great ingredients, and made right here in the USA. Your pet will have better digestion, increased energy, and I believe be much healthier. Lucy Pet Formulas for Life. Thanks. Lucy Pet Products on Amazon.com and Chewy.com. The question of the day is, do you feel guilty when it comes to your pets? Do you ever lie to them? Tell them you'll be right back and you're not. Give me a call. Let me know. Right now, though, we're going to my friend Kathy. Hey, Kathy, welcome to the show. Oh, Kathy, where did you go, Kathy? Anyway, Kathy's question, we can, we can get Kathy off. Kathy's question to me was basically, she has a 12-year-old Siamese cat with a swollen tail. You know, my background is behavior. There are certain physical and, me- uh, and medical questions I can answer. But if you have a dog or a cat with a swollen tail and the vet put the cat on steroids or the dog or the cat, the cat on steroids, uh, then obviously it's been checked by the vet and I would continue following his advice. You know, any advice I would give you uh, may be counter to what the vet is saying. The vet has his hands on your pet. That's the person you need to listen to. So go back, listen to your vet. The swelling should go down. The cat's on steroids. Give me a call back in a couple of weeks, only out of curiosity, because I want to find out how the cat is doing. Hey, the phone number here, 877-725-8255. Coming up, and real important, so I'm going to get to all your phone calls, but coming up, a real important subject. Have you ever heard the term psychogenic alopecia? I get calls, and you hear them all the time. People are calling me with dogs constantly licking themselves, cats over-grooming themselves. What does it mean? Is it psychological or is it physiological? We'll talk about that. Great time to call me, 877-725-8255, 877-725-8255. That is the way to get through. Um, let me go to Georgia in Prescott, Arizona. Hey, Georgia, welcome to the show. Hey. What can I do for hey, you? Stop. I have a dog that is a rescue. It's my daughter's dog. She's it's your grand dog. It's your grand dog. Grand dog, Georgia. It it's your grand dog. Grand puppy. Okay. Yes. <laughs> she is a mini doxy. She was a rescue. We got her five years ago. She was a breeder, and they dumped her after they were done with her. Jeez. She's very cute, but she has such separation anxiety. It's unbelievable. She's terrible to travel with, and we've been going back and forth to California from where we live in Prescott for doctor appointments. But So we're on the road a lot. But even at home, when we go to church, she will bark and bark and bark. Are you on? No, I'm a little confused. Are you on the road with her when you drive? Yes, we are. So you take her with the ride to, to, on the ride with you. Yes, I end up holding her most of the way. Why? Is she what, is she having anxiety in the car? Yes. So is that where the anxiety is? It's not at home. It's in the car. It's both. When we okay. leave them at home, when we go to church or go out to eat, they bark. She barks. We have two dogs. The other one is pretty quiet. Okay, so let's let, uh, let let me take a look. I don't want to run out of time. So here's the, here's the resolution, but here's the understanding. When you have a dog that was used as a breeding dog, and then they're given up, they've been taken away. Their puppies were taken away from them way too early. Uh, the type of life they lived was incredible. They weren't socialized. They didn't get the exposure they needed. And then they come into your home where they're loved and ooed and odd over. And every time you leave, they associate the fact that you may not coming be coming back as their previous litters when they had them at that moronic breeding place. So what you need to do is, again, work very gradually with the dog. Even when you're home, just go into another room and close the door for five minutes. When you leave, don't make a big deal out of it. No goodbyes, no hellos. Also, don't put on your jacket. I know it's cold in Prescott, but don't put on your jacket. Don't take your car keys. Have your daughter or yourself go out one door, come in another door. If the dog realizes that every time you leave, your 
you're coming back, that will help with the anxiety. In terms of the car, the best thing to do is spend a lot of time just sitting in the car with the dog, not even driving, spending time in the driveway or going around the block one time. A long drive for the dog can mean a lot. I guarantee you the last time this dog or any of the other dogs it lived with or any people it lived with was on its way to a shelter or wherever you got the dog from and that dog was brought there in a car. Therefore, that negative association. Let me do this, George. I got to move on, but I want to put you on hold. I'm going to send you a copy of how to get your dog to do what you want. I want you to read the car, uh, car problems. I want you to read the chapter on separation anxiety. Now, before the book gets to you, because it may take a couple of weeks to get there, go to my website, thepetshow.com. Don't forget that T-H-E, thepetshow.com. There's great articles there. They're all free on separation anxiety and riding in the car as well. Hey, the phone number here, 877-725-8255. Loretta in New Mexico, Eileen in Vermont, Kathy in California. Don't go anywhere. Plenty of time for your calls. Lots of great stuff to give away. Listen, if you live with a cat, I don't have to tell you that cats call the shots. They call the shots on when they want to sleep, when they want to socialize, and yet even when they want to eat. They know exactly what they want. And what your cats really are asking for is kitty lickies. Kitty lickies by Lucy Pet are scrumptious, lickable moose cat treats and food toppers. Your cats will love kitty lickies either directly from the pouch or squeeze it over dry food for an extra treat. It's amazing for those finicky felines. Kitty Licky's Lickable Moose Cat Treats come in three feline favorite recipes. There's chicken and duck, sardine and tuna, or salmon and chicken. Each two-ounce packet contains four individual pouches for your cats to enjoy. Kitty Lickies from Lucy Pet are made with no artificial colors, no artificial flavors or preservatives. Your cat won't stop licking this delicious moose treat. So, if you want to treat your cat while making smart choices about their health, Kitty Lickies Lickable Moose Cat Treat is a great choice. Plus, for finicky cats, Kitty Lickies Doubles is a great food topper. And like all Lucy Pet products, Kitty Lickies is 100% satisfaction guaranteed. I'm telling you, once you try Kitty Lickies, you're going to be amazed, but your cats are going to be healthier, and they're going to eat like there's no tomorrow because I got to tell you, every cat I've given Kitty Lickies to has absolutely adored it. Kitty Lickies are available at LucyPetProducts.com. That's LucyPetProducts.com. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. Kathy, you with me this time? Uh, I, I, I answered your question when we lost you, but basically you're calling up about a 12-year-old Siamese cat with a swollen tail. The vet currently has the cat on steroids. So what's your question for me? It seems to me that the vet is taking care of the situation with the steroids. How long has the cat been on the steroids? I am the vet. No. Uh, she's been on the steroids for other reasons because we both moved back four years ago from Big Bear. I had emphysema and so did she. We got it from the fireplace in the cold weather. So, so in other words, you're, been, you're, a vet, you're a veterinarian as well, Kathy? I used to work for Hugh Hafner as a zookeeper back in the early 80s. I spent a few times at the Playboy Club with the zoo animals there. But anyway, okay, let, let's so get you know back to the this. monkeys and the big yeah, birds. Yeah, I got great pictures of me. With, the... I got great pictures with me and the monkeys all over my head and everything else. But anyway, let's get back to your question. In terms of the steroids, the vet has the dog on, or you have the cat on steroids. There's nothing I can tell you beyond that. If the tail is swollen, do you have any knowledge of why the tail is swollen? You know, I don't. Um, the only weird thing that happens a couple of weeks ago, she did bring a, like a, um, a possum, you know, like a, a, a adolescent possum in the bathroom when I was out because the screen door was open and uh, slaughtered it in the bathroom, took off the tail, ripped out the heart. And uh, just stood there as I came back and looked. Oh, at but you know, it's very possible. You know, young, young, um, young animals like that usually ride on the mother's back, and the way they get up to the mother's back is very often by using the tail. So it's very possible either there was a bite or a scratch on the tail that caused the tail to be swollen. So being a veterinarian, you would know better than me. I'm a behaviorist that the steroids are fine. You just don't want to keep them on steroids for a long period of time. Have to because see, she. I just got over my emphysema. I still have a little bit of wheezy, but she's not. She still coughs. So, and that happens I, you know, with animals that are raised, you know, because we lived there almost six years. We've been. No, I, listen, I, Kathy, I, I got to move on. I got it. But in other words, I don't have an answer for you, only based on the fact that if you're the vet and you're treating your own cat, 
uh, it'll be easy for me to say, but I need you, you should be getting a second opinion, but you are the second opinion being the vet. So I would continue treating her the way you feel best as a veterinarian. I got to move on, but let's send Kathy, uh, let's send Kathy some hemp seed, uh, hemp seed immune health. I appreciate the phone call. 877-725-8255. A real quick break. Then Judy, Loretta, Eileen, and Kathy will get to all your calls right after this. 877-725-8255. Now, come on, guys. You tell me you never lie to your dogs and cats. I want to hear from those people that fit to their pets when they leave. 877-725-8255. I'm Warren Eckstein. You're listening to The Pet Show. If you love animals and want to understand why your dogs and cats behave the way they do or resolve any issues you may be having with them or they may be having with you, jumping, humping, digging, cat looks at the litter box and says, no way am I using that. Take your dog for a walk. He turns into Cujo. You get the idea. If you have questions about your pet's behavior, great time to give me a call. And if you happen to be new to the pet show, just a reminder that everyone that does call in, thanks to my amazing sponsors, uh, will in fact be getting a great gift for their dog or cat. Some of the items, 25, 35, 45 bucks and more. The phone number, 877-725-8255. Let me get right back to the busy phone lines here. And what happened? I was going right to the line too. They disappeared. So let me go to Eileen in Vermont. Hey, Eileen, welcome to the pet show. Oh, hi. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. How can I help you? Well, I have a 13-year-old dog that, that I rescued when she was about a year old. Some kind oh, of bless carrier. you for that. That's, yeah. Oh, she's, I, I've only had rescue dogs. Um, she has recently, within the last month, become totally blind. And um, I've been taking her. I've looked on the Internet what I should do, take her for extra walks, talk to her all the time. Um, I give her extra treats. She might be, I might be giving her too many because <laughs> I feel oh, bad listen, for here's, her. Here, you know, I've had many blind dogs and, and I've dealt with blind dogs by, by the thousands over the years. But here's what you need to understand. That dogs is, the, the nose of a dog is their most important thing. So smell is more important than the visual. In fact, the smell will actually get better due to the loss of sight. So when I have dogs that are blind, what I tend to do is I'll make like little runways in the house. I'll get a bunch of cardboard boxes and I'll make little ways, runways. So if the dog goes off track, they bump into the box. And what they will do over a period of time, you can start removing those boxes and the dog will walk on those trails that you've set up. So you don't want them offset. Oh. So what I would do just put cardboard boxes, make little lines, I'm looking for the right word, uh, not trails, uh, 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 alleys, line, whatever. Little places where the doctor go, where if he bumps one side or the other, he's just bumping into a little piece of cardboard. Once he realizes that, he will pick that way, and that will be the way he walks around. That's how I always got my dogs to work that way, and literally thousands of others. The other thing you may want to do is you can use a little whistle, a little air horn, and start out just touching it very briefly and then giving him his treat or his food. So not only is he responding to walking with those boxes, but he's responding to you giving him a little bit of a, a whistle, or you can use your voice, whatever's better for you. Yeah. But right now, the cardboard boxes on the side, that, you know, really, really important. In other words, you can take the cardboard boxes, open them up and make them bigger and just make little uh, little alleyways along there. But I've done this with hundreds of dogs and it's worked absolutely fine. They get real comfortable and they just walk the same trails all the time. Does that help you out a bit there, Eileen? Yeah, it does. She seems to be doing okay, but I, I just wanted to know if there was something else I could be doing to make her life better. Yeah, I think I think you're pretty much doing it to cut back on the treats a little bit, though. We don't want a chubby blind dog yeah, now, do we? I know, I know. And again, you know, for those people that don't understand the concept of when you rescue a dog uh, and you rescued this dog about a year, you said a year and a half, and you've had yeah, him for 13 years. Yeah. And this may sound a little crazy to you, and Eileen, heaven forbid that I would ever sound crazy. Come on, it's Warren. But That's do you right. believe do you believe like I do that when you save a dog or cat's life, they know it and they pay you back every day for the rest of theirs? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. 
There's no doubt yeah. in my mind, there's many thousands of dogs as I've lived with, 30, 40 at a time sometimes. And I'm so glad. that. What type of dog is she or he? She's some kind of terrier, but I don't know. And do you care? No. <laughs> we, call, we, now call him, we now call him a blended breed. Now, she's 13 years old. Uh, she, she, other than the blindness, her appetite's good. She's pooping okay. She does okay? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Here's what I'm going to do. Because you're such a lovely lady, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put you on hold, Eileen. I'm going to send you one of the best things I have to give away. Why? Because it's my own. It's probably one of the most expensive. I'm going to send you a jar, not a sample, but a jar of the brand new 4-in-1 Hugs and Kisses Vitamin Mineral Supplement Treats. Now, what some people have done, and what you can do sometimes with a dog that's visually challenged, is you can once you find what he loves, and he's going to love the hugs and kisses, you can make a little trail of that between those cardboard boxes you heard me talk about, and he will pick up on using that trail all the time. Great call. Bless you. Hugs and kisses to you. No one has listeners that are more compassionate than my listeners, and bless you for saving that dog. I had a call last week on this very show from Trisha. In fact, if you go to my Facebook.com slash The Pet Show page, Facebook.com slash The Pet Show, I actually, and thanks to my engineer Al for sending me that, I actually posted that. This was a woman, a woman who rescued a 15-year-old dog. She adopted, took in a 15-year-old dog. It's an amazing story. If you haven't heard it, check out my Facebook page, Facebook.com slash The Pet Show. Uh, let me take another call right now. I am going to, who's up next here? Judy, Judy in Bema, Illinois. Hey, Judy, welcome to the show. Thank you. Another 13-year-old dog. What's going on here today? Um, well, she's 13 and a half. She's really wonderful, but she's starting to get little warts. Yeah, and that's not uncommon. You know, a lot of dogs will start getting warts. Most of the warts they get, specifically at that age, are, are pretty much uh, benign. So I don't think it's over to worry about. But sometimes, it's actually called uh, papilloma. And so what happens often when the dog has a papilloma, those warts, usually the vet will say nothing to worry about, unless in some cases the wart pops up in an area around the eye or somewhere else uh, where, where the dog can't walk or the dog can't see. So that, that those times the vet might remove it. But generally speaking, with the third, 13-year-old dog, unless the vet has some type of, uh, of reasoning behind it to think it might be malignant, chances are most of them uh, are pretty much benign. And it's not unusual for a dog to have many, many, many warts. So I don't think it's anything to be overly concerned about at this point. Uh, you know, it's a virus thing, and, and basically, as I said, uh, the vet can treat it pretty easily. So that's, it's kind of like a little infection with the papilloma virus. So I would say I see many dogs with this. Lots of times they just go away on their own, but a good check with your vet at 13 years old would be the way to go. Well, she just had her checkup, and okay. the only one she took off was on the top of her back because when I have her groomed, even though I tell the groomers they have a tendency they, to... They cut it and it bleeds, yeah. 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 So no, that's a good thing. So obviously your vet's right on target. She's looked at whatever wart she has. She's assuming at this point at 13 years old, because even if they were malignant at 13 years old, I don't know what the vet would be doing. You know, if it was a younger dog, it's one thing. But the fact that most of the time, and I've had dogs over the years that had many, many warts as they got older, nine out of 10 times, it, it's benign. And I think your vet is right on target. If it's not bothering them, leave them alone. If it's an area that's either dangerous or, or can affect their, their eating or breathing, that's a different ballgame. So I think you're doing every Everything you can do at this point, Judy. Okay. Okay. Now, one other question. Yeah, go ahead. She's white cocker. She gets a dirty mouth, and I try to keep it clean, you know, on the edges. But yeah. on one edge, it gets sore, and I can tell when it's really bothering her because I put a sheet down on the bed where she sleeps, and it gets nasty. Um is there something specific I should be washing that with? There, you know, there are different products. There are different products on the market. You can get them over the counter, made specifically for those type of teeth. Uh, you, you go to any of the large stores, or go to Chewy.com or Amazon.com. Uh, they do have plenty of items for that. However, um, let's see, 13 years old. Yeah, I would definitely suggest that at this point. Um, the only other thing I would recommend is there's a, a, a chew that I use on my own dogs, but at 13 years old, I don't think it's going to make a difference in terms of the teeth. But I think what you should do is either speak to your vet. Your vet should have some spray that you can use just to make sure there's no infections or anything. Just keep your eye on it. If it looks like it's getting swollen, then you need to treat it. But you can get some over-the-counter sprays for dog teeth as well. Well, it's not really her teeth. It's the side of her mouth. 
Well, if the side of her mouth, then maybe there's an infection there. Maybe that has to do with the warts that are growing. Has your vet looked at it? Well, she just had her annual, and I think she has a good vet. Did you tell the vet Did you tell the vet specifically that that was a problem, and, and did the vet look at it? Well, I took the sheet in where she sleeps so she'd see it, because okay. I thought it was for the growth in her nose. Uh, yeah. She had checked at the University of Illinois, and it was benign. Okay, so there's nothing nothing she's going to do about it. 13 years old, you know, sometimes as I get older, I drool too. I wouldn't be overly concerned. You've been taken to the vet. You're following the advice. You're right on target. i got to move on. I'm going to put you on hold, and I am going to send you for your 13-year-old cat. I'm going to send you some uh, hemp seed, hemp seed, uh, hemp seed allergy aid, okay? It's on its way to you, and I appreciate that. 877-725-8255. You have to follow your veterinarian's advice. If you don't think the advice is right, that's when you get a second opinion. 877-725-8255. Listen, it's that time of year we're thinking about who can we help, what can we help, what organizations really walk the walk. I want to tell you about an organization that I've been supporting for almost 40 years. It's called Delta Rescue. And Delta Rescue would have never, ever, or continued to do the work they do without you, my listeners, and your amazing support. What makes Delta so different is my good friend Leo Grillo, who, by the way, is Delta's founder, says, if you can, please put some of your life's work into helping their over 1,500 rescue dogs, cats, and horses into the future. And when I tell you, this is an organization that walks the walk. There's a lot of organizations out there the holiday season. They're raising money. They promise they do this. Take it from me, I endorse this group, I've known them for 40 years. And that's why, personally, I decided to make a bequest for Delta's rescued animals in my own estate planning. That ought to tell you something. A bequest to Delta Rescue will actually make your legacy work for the animals, not tomorrow, but right now. It'll avoid fundraising costs and actually provide tax benefits. Like any good guardian, Leo needs to make sure that every single one of these amazing animals he rescued from the deserts, the streets, the forests, all across the country never have to worry again. And take it from me, once they get to Delta, they don't have to worry. By the way, Delta Rescue is a top-ranked charity by CharityWatch.com, and they prove every single day that your donation dollars are where they should be working for the animals. But even if you're not ready to make long-range plants like I did, every donation, every single one, big, small, medium, makes no difference. It's a chance to keep more than 1,500 abandoned cats, dogs, and horses. These are animals that were thrown away by people. It helps keep them safe, happy, and loved for the first time in their lives. I urge you to visit DeltaRescue.org. I want you to actually see the animals, read their stories of how they were rescued. Then give them a call or go to their website, DeltaRescue.org. You can donate or, or, or set up things there or give them a call directly at 661-269-4010. Listen, if you want to make sure that your money's really going to help the animals, then Delta Rescue is the group I recommend. Go to their website, DeltaRescue.org. That's DeltaRescue.org. Or call them today, 661-269-4010. I'm sure they're going to be taking a lot more animals with the holidays coming, so please log on to Delta Rescue or call 661-269-4010 today. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. Here's exciting news. You know my Hugs and Kisses vitamins have a 30-year record of keeping dogs and cats healthy and happy. But guess what? My new rescue dogs, Molly and Willie, inspired me to formulate a new improved Hugs and Kisses supplement. How do you upgrade such a successful product? Hugs and Kisses has added prebiotics and probiotics for improved gut health. Hugs and Kisses is now enriched with glucosamine and chondroitin to help treat and prevent issues with hips, joints, and bones. I boosted Hugs and Kisses vitamin content with vitamin C, zinc, folic acid, and biotin. Plus, Hugs and Kisses has added omega-3, 6, and 9, along with lecithin for improved skin health and much less shedding. I made sure they're free of wheat, corn, and soy. Hugs and Kisses are rich in essential antioxidants, optimizing your pet's health at any life stage. Keep your pets healthy and happy with tasty Hugs and Kisses treats every day. Available on Amazon, Walmart, Wish, or my website, thepetshow.com, or call 1-800-430-4847. That's 1-800-430-HUGS. Or log on to thepetshow.com. If you have a question or comment about your dog or cat, want to find out, 
why they behave the way they do or if you have any questions about whether they're 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 emotionally happy or not or or why they behave they're chewing they're jumping they're barking they're digging they're scratching they're not using the litter box this is what those shows all about it will help resolve any issues you may be having with your pet and thanks to my great sponsors everyone that calls in gets a fabulous gift as well so it's a great time to call me the phone number 877-725-8255-877-725-8255 that is the way to get through i still got lucy pet food to give away t-shirts copies of my books bestsellers either dog or cat uh, authors of gold cats incredible litter 877-725-8255 that is the way to get through let me go to my friend jack in uh, Dagsboro, Delaware. Hey, Jack, welcome to the Pet Show. Thank you very much for taking my call. Hey, it's my pleasure, Jack. How can I help you? I have an 11-week-old uh, toy Australian Shepherd, uh, sweetest puppy that you could ever have, except when she gets playing, um, she gets very rough. She'll, she'll nip you, and, and she's got the sharpest teeth. How old did you say she was, 11 months? No, 11 weeks. Oh, okay. Let's go over a few things. First of all, it's a breed I'm very familiar with. Uh, I gave the first Australian Shepherd in America its obedience title back in 1973, before it was even a registered breed with the AKC. That was before they had the. Me. That was before they had the minis. There was only the regular size, small, medium, and large. Anyway, here's the scenario: a dog goes through a teething process just like people do. When the puppy was born, how many puppies were in the litter? Uh, I think there was five. Okay, so there's five puppies in the litter. When the puppies start opening their eyes and playing with each other, what they do is they start playing with each other using instincts about hunting and, and working. So they're biting on each other. They're chewing on each other for several reasons. Number one, they're teething because their gums and teeth hurt. But secondary, it's their way of learning about life. So that chewing is very, very common. However, when you bring the puppy home, that doesn't mean the pain goes away. So now you have an 11-week-old dog that's still teething, and that means the mouth and the gums hurt but he doesn't or she doesn't know how she doesn't know how to react to you based on the fact when she was chewing the puppies everyone was fine but remember now puppies have hair you don't so it hurts especially with those milk teeth right now so number one the most important thing you do is keep them exercise the more you exercise the better off you are number two is we have to eliminate some of the pain in her mouth so I don't know if you have any human children Jack but what you do is if a human child is teething parents would take a frozen teething ring and give it to the child to play with. What I want you to do is take some of the dog's favorite toys, freeze them, put a little bouillon, chicken bouillon, a little peanut, whatever you need to put on them, keep them in the freezer. When the dog is really mouthy, not when she starts mouthing, before she starts mouthing, I don't want it seen as a reward, give her the frozen toy to play with. It will eliminate a lot of pain in her mouth. Also, when she starts to nibble on you, don't try to correct her at that point. Just walk away. If you start to correct her, you're playing with her like another puppy would play with her. So just walk away. Have you started your obedience training yet? Um, we're, we're working on that. Yes. We're, uh, you know, we're doing the, um, the, the potty training portion of it and, uh, we're getting her to sit now and, uh, she's doing real good at that. Super. What I'm going to do, Jack, being that you have an 11 week old Australian shepherd, by the way, they're usually smarter, usually smarter than the people they live with. I'm going to put you on hold, Jack. I'm going to send you a copy of my best selling book, How to Get Your Dog to Do What You Want. It will take you from the minute the dog walked into your beautiful home in Delaware till you have to say that final goodbye, hopefully hundreds of years down the road. So a copy of How to Get Your Dog to Do What You Want is on its way to you. By the way, if you want to get either How to Get Your Dog or How to Get Your Cat, they're available at Amazon as well as my website, thepetshow.com. 877-725-8255. 877-725-8255. I'm Warren Eckstein. You're listening to The Pet Show. Um, you know, I've been celebrating my 40th anniversary on the radio the last, uh, the last month. Next week will be the last one. Um, but listeners are always asking me, Warren, how did you get started? How were you able to build the brand of Hugs and Kisses Supplements? Why did I start the Hugs and Kisses Animal Fund, helping hundreds of organizations? 
You know, there's a really informative article that came out in a magazine this week called The Authority Magazine. Authority Magazine. What I did is I posted it on my website, thepetshow.com. It's right on the front page. If you want to find out how it all began and you're interested in marketing yourself or how the pet show has been on for 40 years, check out this great article from uh, uh, from Authority Magazine. It's on the front page of my website, thepetshow.com. I think you'll know a little bit more about me. I don't know if that's good or bad, but I think if you're in branding or marketing or in the pet industry, I think it might give you some guidance as well. So check it out at thepetshow.com. Don't forget that, uh, thepetshow.com the article in Authority Magazine. All right, back to the busy phone lines right now. We are going to my friend, Steve. Hey, Steve, welcome to the show. Hi, Warren. How are you doing today, Steve? Thanks for taking my call. I'm doing okay. What's up? Um, Well, I called you a couple months ago about my dog. You gave me some pointers. Um, She's a little mixed much. We're not sure what she has in her. She looks uh, like a little... Like she might have some uh, dachshund or whatever. Oh, we call it just that you got a nice little blended breed there. We call them a blended breed. So what's the problem with her? Well, she's um, she's very uh, fearful of other animals. She gets very aggressive when she's around other animals. We've been working with a trainer for the past you know month or so, and um, and. The minute she senses another animal or is around another animal or another dog, whatever, she she just freaks out. Um, and, freaks out um, which way? Freaks out being fearful or freaks out aggressively? She starts barking a lot, and she'll, okay. she'll at one, you know if we walk her around like we were up a while back. We were up north. We were walking her around by the beach, and and she saw this other dog, and she just started foaming at the mouth. I mean, she was just really getting uh, uh, very uptight. Okay, so let me ask you the most important question, Steve. Now, you have a trainer. What recommendation yeah. is the trainer giving you for the resolution of that aggressive behavior? Okay, so this is what the trainer did. Well, she 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 has uh, uh, her yard is sectioned off. It's all fenced out, like with chain link fence. She she put the dog in one section. She brought her very well behaved dogs, that one of them out at a time, and then when the dog our dog started reacting, she would take a little water bottle and say, hey, it's squirter, and then she would stop. Okay, listen, right? No, 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 stop, 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 stop. Listen to me carefully. The dog is already feeling aggression towards her dog. So the dog's reacting to her dog, and the trainer is recommending to to correct your dog by spraying water in his face. Now think of this logically. Is that gonna make the dog more aggressive to the other dog or is that gonna make the dog think, hey, the other dog is fine? Think about it logically. The dog's already reacting to the other dog in an aggressive way. The trainer comes and sprays the dog with water, which is gonna make it worse for the dog. I don't know who the trainer is, and a lot of trainers use water, but that's not the resolution. The resolution to your problem is really easy. It's called counter-conditioning. It's taking a dog that's aggressive around other dogs and making him feel that need isn't necessary. This is a rescue dog, I'm assuming? Yeah, we got her off of, uh, from somebody on Craigslist. And, okay, uh, and how old, how old was the dog when you got her? Well, she's 10, um, 10 months. She's a puppy. But how old was she when you got her? Two months. Okay, she was eight weeks eight weeks old when you got her. Now you got her on Craigslist. First of all, I don't know what she was with, who she was with, or what she was with in the beginning. What you need to do at this point is not build down the dog's confidence around other animals, but build up the dog's confidence around other animals. You know, sometimes the best way to teach an aggressive kid not to be aggressive is to teach him karate or to teach him boxing. What I want you to do is make sure your dog is properly trained with all the basic commands. He'll sit, stay down, and come. And then what I want you to do is perhaps go to an area and stay 100 yards away from a dog park or where there are other dogs. Just sit there. The more the dog sees other dogs and doesn't feel challenged at that point, the better off you are. Here's my gut reaction. Your dog was separated from her litter mates too young. She never had the opportunity to work out issues what litter mates do, biting each other, aggressive with each other, jumping on each other. She never had that opportunity. So now at 10 months old, she's reacting as an eight or nine week old puppy would react towards another dog. And that's what you need to stop. So
So the training is imperative. And putting her in a, in a run next to another dog, I mean, there are times where, you, where a trainer will bring a, a well-behaved dog to help another dog socialize. But if the dog was acting aggressively towards the dog, then you, you, you squirt the dog with water or correct the dog at that point. What you're doing is just creating more animosity. It makes absolutely zero sense. So what I want you to do, it's not going to happen overnight. I know the background a little bit of the dog now from what you told me, is do the basic training. That's critical. Make sure the dog enjoys the training. Don't make the training harsh. Make it enjoyable. Sit at a distance from other dogs where she's not reacting. When she's not reacting, maybe the next day you get a little bit closer. A little bit closer. And then what you start doing is walking the dog maybe 20 yards away from another dog so she doesn't feel that threat. And don't stop. Don't correct her. Just keep walking. Every time you stop and correct the dog, you're reinforcing that what she's doing needs to be reinforced. Steve, you got to approach it different. I'm not saying anything about your trainer other than the, the approach she's taking for an aggressive 10-month-old dog is not going to resolve the issue. It's only going to create more of a problem for you. I don't know what else to tell you, Steve. I would follow my advice, the basic training, the socialization a little bit at a time, and little by little she will come around. This is what I do. This is what I've been doing for 50 years, both in here and Europe, is, is taking dogs that have aggressive behavior and teaching them how to be social. That's what you need to do. Not correct. You have to focus on being social. Now, you called, you called when? How long ago did you call me? I called a couple months ago. Now, um and we talked about this. You said you mentioned about bringing her near a park, and, and but this, if she's anywhere near any other animals, I said a hundred. Steve, 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 a hundred yards away. Okay. And if she reacts, then go two hundred yards away. Find the point where she's not reacting, and gradually get closer and closer as she stops reacting. Don't try to rush this because if you rush it, you're going to have problems. It could take six months or five months to resolve, but resolve it in a positive way. Got to move on. I'm not going to send you anything only because I probably sent you something a couple of months ago when you called. But please, if the trainer or any trainer does anything that doesn't look right or sound right, does it make sense? Does it make sense that if the dog is reacting aggressively to do something that's going to make the dog fearful or even more aggressive? Makes no sense to me. Sorry I lost it, Steve, but you got to focus. you got to pick one approach and follow on that approach. If you do a little this way and a little that way, you're never going to get results. 877-725-8255. You need ears now. Hear me talk about Lucy Pet Food and what an amazing product it is. Oh, the only way I can reinforce that is the food I feed my own guys, Molly and Willie. It's got that prebiotic and probiotic formula, and here's what's important. Many pet foods, maybe 30 different brands, are made at all one location. Not Lucy. Lucy has their own plant, their own manufacturing plant, right here in Los Angeles, not too far away from where I live. So you can rest assured you're getting quality products. It's made in their own plant, not among 30 other different varieties of dog foods. But don't take my word alone. I want you to hear what a listener has to say once they switch their pet to Lucy Pet Food. Someone gave me a bag of that Lucy dog food, and my, and my dog loved it. I mean, right away, you know, and I noticed that uh, the ingredients, everything. And then I, I saw all the nutritional value about the healing, the gut, everything, you know? And I said, man, I got to get this dog food. That's exactly what I hear every day from listeners all over U.S. and Canada. Once they switch over to dog food, Lucy Pet Food, or once they switch their cat over to Lucy Cat Food, what an amazing difference they've seen in the quality of their pet, but the quality of the food they're feeding. I want to tell you about a brand new product from Lucy Pet Food. They have these Lucy Dog Food Rolls. Now, Lucy Pet Food comes in, 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 in dry food. It comes in canned food. And I want you to read about these brand new Lucy Pet Food Rolls, and here's why. They're so easy to use. It kind of looks like a salami, and they're manufactured right here in Los Angeles as well. And it's you can use it as a, a full meal. It's got all the ingredients, all the nutrients your dog needs. You can cut off little pieces, and you can sprinkle it over their food to entice them to eat. And it's great for traveling because it doesn't have to be refrigerated until it's open. So check out Lucy Pet Food. It's available at Amazon.com. It's available at Chewy.com. Or check out LucyPetFood.com. You'll be happy. Your dogs will be healthier. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. Hi, John. How are you? I'm fine. You talked to me earlier. Um, my, I have a, a French pool, a bulldog that's um, become somewhat uh, estranged after two years of having her. And now uh, she doesn't trust. It, it seems like she doesn't trust me to um, uh, hook on her lease and take her for a walk. And she won't come over and let me pet her. 
Well, let me um, ask you a question. Is she is is the is the what is the dog? Do you know she's in good health? I mean, is she limping? Is she feeling good? Is she eating properly? Is she pooping properly? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, and, and she's been to a vet. She has a checkup. So there's nothing physiologically yes. wrong with the dog. Okay. So yeah. now, why? The question is, why? How long have you had her now? Uh, two years. And she was fine for the first two years, and now all of a sudden she's starting to be distant from you. Yeah. Now she was how? four, between four and five years old. Two years ago in November when I adopted but, her. But for the last two years, she's been fine with you? Up until September. And in okay. September, she wouldn't let me hook on her lease. And she wouldn't, um, uh, she doesn't want to come and let me pet her. Okay, here's my feeling. You got her at four years old. Where did you get her from? From Mending um, um, Hearts. It's a... Um, Okay, so here's what happened. Whoever had her before you, she was either picked up as a stray, whoever had her before you put a leash and harness or a leash and collar on her and took her away from where she lived and brought it to the rescue. So therefore, even though it may have taken two years later, for some reason, she's associating you with the same thing. What I want you to do is I want you to spend time just sitting on the floor with her. Besides that, I want you to take her leash and her harness, don't put it on her, just put it alongside a food dish so she has a positive association with her it's not going to happen overnight but little by little you can regain her confidence and i think that's where you need to be at this point is regaining that confidence factor so what i want you to understand john is it's not that the dog is 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 angry at you the dog's associating you with something that wasn't very pleasant for her in the past you know as a psychologist we can't always figure out exactly what but the fact that she was four years old when you got her she associates the fact of all of a sudden, for whatever reason, of the leash and the harness or leash and collar being put on her with perhaps being taken away. What I also want you to do is leave articles of your clothing around the home that are unwashed, so your scent is all over the house. It probably is already. And again, if you were to just spend five or ten minutes on the floor every single day with the dog, uh, she will come around. Many of the dogs I've rescued over my lifetime have been horribly abused and reacted the same way as you're telling me. But little by little, they do come around. It's up to you to not get frustrated, not give up, but every day you'll start noticing a little difference. That's where you need to be, right, John? And bless you for taking this on. Nothing happened between you and you didn't hurt her accidentally? Nothing like that, John? No. No, she's a, she was a puppy mill, they said. Okay, so therefore, she had absolutely no socializing for years and years and years. She was either used for breeding at a puppy mill. So I just hate these people that run these puppy mills. I like to get my hands around all their throats. So I want you to understand she's had a really, really tough life. Um, John, how long ago did you call me? Um, it was about uh, 45 minutes ago. But I didn't speak to you. I didn't speak to you. I'm speaking to you for the first time yeah. now, right? Yeah. Oh, you called. I called you many, many, uh, probably about two years ago. Okay, good. That's what I need to know. John, I'm going to put you on hold. Let's send John a copy of How to Get Your Dog to Do What You Want. I want you to read the chapter specifically on building up confidence and self-esteem. Little by little, please don't get frustrated. I promise you the dog will come around, no doubt in my mind. 877-725-8255. What can I tell you about Lucy Petwood other than it's the food I feed my own pets? It's got that prebiotic and probiotic form. It's been around now for quite a few years, and every listener I've sent it to has come back with the same response. Warren, our dogs, our cats absolutely love this amazing product. So I want you to check out Lucy Petwood, but I want you to hear what listeners are saying about it. I have a comment about Lucy, but I have a kitty um, who is a total indoor spoiled little kitty and I didn't buy Lucy because it was only in the salmon and he's just a chicken guy but I thought I'll get it because he keeps biting his tail and his tail was disappearing so my husband said just order it and we've had it for two weeks and he devours it and he's looking better and so I'm a believer in the Lucy stuff too if you want a believer, be a believer just like my caller. You need to start using Lucy Pet Formas for Life Pet Food. Lucy Pet Food, they have dry food. They also have canned food and their brand new dog food roll. 
Check out all their foods. Lucy Pet Food is available at Amazon.com. It's also available at Chewy.com. And you can check out their website as well, LucyPetFood.com, for the latest products. So if you want to feed your dogs what I feed mine, Lucy Pet Formist Life Pet Food is the way to go. Available at Amazon.com, Chewy.com, or check out LucyPetFood.com. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. I want to wish you guys a very, very happy Thanksgiving. Please be careful. No turkey bones. Not a whole lot of food. Know where your pets are. Have some pet treats available. So if you have guests over and they want to give the dog or cat a treat, it's a treat that's healthy for them. So please have an incredible Thanksgiving. I'm not going to have time to take another call. Check out the website. Lots of great information. ThePetShow.com. Until next week, give all your pets a big hug and a kiss for you. One between the ears for me. I'm Warren Eckstein. You've been listening to... The Pet Show.